Right, good evening everyone hopefully everyone is having a blessed evening as we are as always as always we'd like to say praise the lord thank the lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together today is march 4th 2021 and week 109 if you're new around here welcome to join the midst of the storm a program where we like to do weekly live stream bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter and if you've been with us for a while welcome back as we always like to say thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the lord and let me put emphasis on that whenever we come on here and talk this is not my word and this is not tony's word either but this is what thus says the lord he speaks through his word and it's up to us to study it enough to see what he's actually trying to tell us so as you can see from the title we'll be talking about the lord is my shepherd I know we've heard this multiple times, we can quote it, but do we actually know what he is talking about? Um, in one place, he says, my sheep will hear my voice, and that's what a shepherd does, lead his sheep, and that's what a pastor should do. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks, and we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. I hope you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. As always, we like to start by saying a prayer. Uh, for each and every one of you, uh, if you are in a place where you can, uh, we encourage you to join in this prayer with us. Heavenly Father, thank you for yet another opportunity to study your word. Lord, we thank you for all the many things that you just continually do for us, Lord. All the blessings that you bestow upon us, Lord. All the things that you do that we're not worthy of. We don't deserve them, Lord, but you continue to do them for us. So, Lord, we come before your throne of grace offering thanksgiving lord thanking you for everything thanking you for the things that we can't even think to thank you for but lord we thank you nevertheless so lord we're praying for all of those going through whatever situations we're uh, enduring at this hour in our life lord we're praying that you will continue to be there with us lord nevertheless help us to continue to be there with you Help us to never leave you, to never forsake you, because we know you promised to do that for us. So, Lord, we're praying that we would accept your word, whatever your word says, Lord, that we would just humble ourselves and line ourselves up. Uh, no matter even if it's something that we don't agree with, Lord, help us to just say, not my will, Lord, but let thy will be done. So, Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your precious name, Jesus. And one thing that we always try to add lord we're praying that no matter what situation it is we're praying that we would have joy in the midst of every storm so it in your precious name jesus we pray these prayers amen amen so melvin already brought the topic up tonight we know the scripture where he says the lord is my shepherd so we're going to look at that tonight in the book of Psalms chapter 23 we find David uh, say this so let's get straight into it tonight Melvin the Lord is my shepherd the Lord is my shepherd that's what David uh, he said the Lord is my shepherd the Lord now I know the Lord uh, the one we're talking about we know Jesus is our Lord. We talk about it all the time. He's our Lord and Savior. So tonight we're going to point towards him. I know he wasn't there in David's day, but this is who he was pointing towards. Uh, so 
tonight. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. It's Jesus. And we'll look at something that, excuse me, something that Jesus said. We'll look at that. So David said, he is my shepherd. Now, listening to uh, one of my preachers, I remember he told a story of how God showed him a dream. And in the dream, he was behind the people. He was behind them walking with a stick and a dog. And then in an instance, God took that same dream and placed placed him in front of the people with a stick. God was trying to show him how to be a good shepherd. God was trying to show him not how to drive the people, but how to lead the people. So David said, the Lord is my shepherd. God, we're looking for God to lead us. Not just to drive us, not just to push us somewhere he hasn't been. We're looking for him to go first. We're looking for him to make the first step, make the first move, show us that it's okay. And then after we find out, we're looking to follow him. So he said, the Lord is my shepherd. This is what the shepherd is supposed to do. The shepherd is supposed to lead. The shepherd is supposed to lead the people by example. Show them the way. So that once they see. The people are willing to follow. So David said, the Lord is my shepherd. Uh huh. I shall not want. He said, I shall not want. We talk about this verse so much. But we don't actually feel this way. We still have a lot of wants. Because we have not allowed the Lord to be our shepherd. We are not satisfied by what the Lord is offering. We're not satisfied by what we have. So we have a lot of wants. No matter what roles that our Lord has taken, it's still not enough for us. So we're searching for more and more and more. We find that happened with the children of Israel. They looked at all the other nations around the world. And they felt that they had to have a king. <coughs> Thank you. Excuse me. So we seen that with all the, uh, the children of Israel. They felt that they needed a king. They had a desire. But the Lord tried to tell them that they didn't need that. He tried to tell them, but the people wanted it so bad. So the Lord said, fine, they can have it. But the king would mistreat them. The king would not do them right. So if we would allow God to be our shepherd, he will lead us. He will protect us. He will take us down the path that we need to go down because he's right there beside us. He already promised to never leave us and never forsake us. So he's right there with us. If we would allow him, he's enough. He is enough. So he said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Uh -huh. He maketh me to lie down 
and green pastures. Now, this is what the sheep needs. Green pastures, green fields, green grass to eat. This is what the sheep needs. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Our shepherd giving us everything that we need. We can lie down comfortably. Knowing. That God's going to see us through whatever it is. When we allow the Lord to be our shepherd. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Uh huh. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He leadeth me beside the still waters. We find that a sheep needed still waters because if the waters were moving and running, the sheep would drown because of the position of the nose. So the Lord, he knows exactly what it is we need. But now we become so smart. We tell the Lord, you know, I need running water. We tell him everything we need. But he knows best for us. But we want to become the Lord. We want to become the one in charge. But everything he's doing is for us. So he said, the Lord is my shepherd. He provides me what I need. He's provided me with everything that I need. So that I don't even have a desire for anything else. I'm satisfied with him. There's nothing in him that we can't find. We found Moses. When he first came into contact with God, having a conversation with God. After God told him he would send him down into Egypt, Moses asked him. He said, look, when the people find out that I'm coming in the name of the Lord, they're going to ask me, what is his name? Since you're coming down here on his behalf, who is he? And the Lord said, I am that I am. He is whatever it is that we need. He is the I am. And so that's. That's our shepherd, the one who can be everything. That's what we found in Jesus. He said before. Abraham was, he said, I am. He told us. He didn't only tell us, but Jesus showed us that he is our shepherd. He said, I am the good shepherd. In him, all things are possible. In him, we don't have a lack. In him, once we get in him the way we need to be in him, he'll provide everything. We found Jesus provide every single thing. The people need it because he is the good shepherd. He provided it for them. There wasn't a situation where he could not come through. So let's keep reading here. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Uh huh. He restoreth my soul. Mm -hmm. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. He leadeth us. He said, I am the way. Jesus didn't drive with the stick. He was out front. 
I remember one time Pharisees were talking and questioning his disciples. He said, what are you talking to them for? Jesus said, ask me those questions. Talk to me. You talking to everybody else. Talk to me. Jesus, he led those people. He led by example all that Jesus began to both do. He let his actions speak. He said, if you don't believe me for my words, believe me for my very works. He was and he is the good shepherd. Everything the people needed, he provided. He leadeth them and he leadeth us in the way of righteousness. He told John the Baptist, he said, suffer it to be so. John didn't want to baptize him. He said, we have to do this to fulfill all righteousness. He came to show us the way. Go ahead, man. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. David said, even though I'm going through these trying times, I won't fear evil. Mm -hmm. For thou art with me. Because the Lord is with me. And we have Jesus with us. No matter what hour it is right now, we have him with us. You know, looking at the news, we find a family lost some loved ones uh, due to a tragic accident right here in Oxford, Mississippi. And so, you know, our hearts go out to those who've lost at this hour. And, the, and of course, they aren't the only ones. So many people are losing loved ones. But we have a comforter. Go ahead, Mev. Thy rod and thy staff, mm -hmm. they comfort me. They comfort me. We have a comforter in Jesus. Everything we need is in him. He's a comforter. He can console us. He can make us feel better. He's our comforter tonight. So the scripture tells us we have not a high priest who cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He can be touched. So many times we read Jesus being moved with compassion. He did things for people being touched. He is our Lord. He is our shepherd. That's the shepherd's job to look out for every need that the people have. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. He was our high priest. He's our savior. He is the I am because he's everything. In him is everything. So David said, I don't have to fear evil because thou art with me. He said the rod and his staff, it comforts me. The Lord, our shepherd, he comforts us. Go ahead. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Jesus told us he was going away to prepare a place for us. 
That's what he did for us. He is our shepherd. I mean, what is it that he has not done for us? There might be some things we're looking for. But even if it has not happened yet. According to his will, it's on the way. According to his will now. Catch that part. Not according to our will, but his. So he said he went away to prepare a place for us. Same thing David told us here. He said, you prepared a table for me in the presence of my enemies. Our enemies can see us. But we don't have to fear because the shepherd is with us. You know, the shepherd protects the sheep from all of their enemies. So many times. The enemies come up. We seen David that happened to David. A bear came up to hurt the flock. David protected them. God was showing him how to be a shepherd. And we see that same thing in Jesus. He protected his people. We find one time them being on a ship. They came and woke him up and said, Master, we perish. You sleep and we're perishing. He didn't get up and say, man, let me go back to bed. I had a good dream. He didn't say any of those things. He looked to supply their need. He comforted them. He saved them. So everything we need, we can find in Christ. He is our shepherd. He prepared, he prepared a table in the presence of our enemies. Go ahead. Thou anointest my head with oil. Gave us his spirit. He anointed our head with oil. The oil represents spirit. That's what the Lord did for us. Jesus told us he was sent back the comforter in his name, which was the spirit. The spirit of truth, which the world cannot receive. He did it for his children, though. He's our shepherd. He did it for his flock. Whatever he has, he's giving it to us. He is our shepherd. Go ahead, man. My cup runneth over. Our cup runneth over. He is continuing to pour out blessings upon us, filling us up, filling us with his spirit, filling us with his love, his compassion, his joy, his happiness. He's our shepherd. Whatever it is that we need, he's providing. Go ahead, man. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Surely. There's no doubt about it. Goodness and mercy is going to follow us all the days, not some of the days, even the days where we don't feel all that good, even the times where we don't feel all of that good. We still have to recognize the goodness of God, how he's been so merciful to us. He is still our shepherd, even in the time of grief. 
He's still our shepherd. Even in the time of happiness, he's our shepherd. When we're in the valley, when we're feeling down, he's our shepherd. He's still good to us. Forget not his many benefits. Go ahead, man. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. My God, I hope that's our prayer. To be in the presence of God forever. Because he is our shepherd. I want to move to the book of John chapter 10 and verse 9 to pick up Jesus here. He's going to explain to us how he is our shepherd. All right, let's pick it up, man. I am the door. He said, I am the door. There's nothing that he's not. We need a door. You know, people are praying that God would open this door for them, open that door for them. He said, I am the door. There is nothing that he is not. He is the I am. We find Jesus be all these things. The Jews, they wanted a king. He said, fine. I'm born. He was born king of the Jews. Needed a savior. He was the savior of the world. There is nothing that he was not. We find the priest. He was our high priest. Whatever it was. That's what he is. Go ahead, man. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. We can be saved by him being our shepherd uh-huh and shall go in and, and out and find pasture leadeth us he maketh us to lie down in green pastures he's the shepherd we can be saved by him you know we found this in the life of Jesus on one occasion we see a multitude, great multitude following Jesus above 5,000. And the disciples told Jesus, they said, look, it's getting late. Send these people home so they can eat. Send them away. Jesus said, they need not go away. You feed them. What do you have here for them to eat? He was showing. He was showing how to be a good shepherd. Making them to lie down in green pastures. <laughs> we needed a shelf. <laughs> he prepared the food. He prepared the table right there for them. So there is nothing that Jesus cannot be for us. Nothing. Go ahead, ma'am. The thief cometh not but for to kill, but to steal, and to kill. And to destroy it. Tells us what the thief comes to do. Uh-huh. I am come that they might have life. And that they might have it more abundantly. My God. He's coming so that we could have life. You know, that's what we're searching for. Is to live. We want to continue to live. That's the reason we're going to the doctors. To live. That's the reason we've been wearing a mask. To live. That's all found in Jesus. What greater doctor is it than him? 
we've come out with a new vaccine. We're doing that to live. Everything is in Christ. Without him, we can do nothing. So he said he came that we might have life. He's the life giver. There's nothing that he is. And he is the shepherd. Go ahead, man. I am the good shepherd. He said, I am the good shepherd. I am. We continue to find I am. Same I am. Moses spoke to in the beginning. We're not going to get into that. But that's the role that we see him take. He said, I am the good shepherd. We found Jesus when they came to take him. They told him they were looking for Jesus of Nazareth. He said, I am he. Knocked him on their backside. I am spoke. The good shepherd spoke. To let us know. It was time. For I am to become the sacrifice. He was everything. God told Abraham, or Abraham told his son, excuse me. When Isaac began looking around, seeing everything ready for the sacrifice, Abraham told him as he had his son laid ready to be killed. Abraham told him. He said, God will provide himself the sacrifice. So we found I am. He did exactly what Abraham said. Abraham didn't even see it coming. But just as Abraham in that day looked around and seen a ram caught in the bush, Jesus came laid his life down so that none of us had to do it. He became the sacrifice for us. That's a good shepherd. That's the good shepherd who laid down his life so we didn't have to. Not in that manner. That's the good shepherd. So Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Uh-huh. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. He gave his life. What is it that he didn't do? For us, who wouldn't serve a God like this? I heard the question asked before. I don't know. Someone foolish. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? Who is literally doing everything I need? You know, we get tired of doing everything. If we're working at a job, if people are continuing continually asking us to do everything, we start looking around and say, man, when is so-and-so going to do something? Why do y'all have me doing everything? We don't want to do everything. But that's what we're asking our shepherd to do, to fulfill every role, to fulfill every need. And he's doing it for us. So he said he is the good shepherd. Uh-huh. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd. Someone who's doing it for the repayment. The hireling. Somebody that's hired to do this. You know, I brought up the job. We're doing a lot of stuff because we were hired to. If we weren't getting paid to do it, 
we wouldn't care at all. He said, but he that is an hireling and not the shepherd. Mm -hmm. Who's own the sheep or not. Don't care about the sheep. Do not care about the people. Mm -hmm. Seeth the wolf coming. See a trouble headed, headed to the flock. Mm -hmm. And leaveth the sheep. And leave them there. Mm -hmm. And fleeth. Mm -hmm. And the wolf catcheth them. Mm -hmm. And scattereth the sheep. Now, that's what the person doing it for money will do. We, we can attest to this. There's a lot of times at our jobs. We recognize we could go the extra mile, but we say, man, I don't care about that that much. I did what they told me to do. That's all I'm doing. Because we were just doing it for the job's sake. To say the task is completed. Not because we have a love for those around, a love for the job itself. But that's what we find with Jesus. He had a love and he has a love for the people. So he's going the extra mile at all times. He's the good shepherd. He's not bailing on us when trouble comes. He's seeing it through. He's staying there fighting off the wolf. Go ahead. The hireling fleeth because he is an hireling mm -hmm. and careth not for the sheep. Doesn't care for the sheep. Uh-huh. I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd, he says. He's going to be there to protect, to provide. We see in Jesus. When he went in the temple, he saw them making a mockery out of God's house. He drove them out of there. He didn't like what he seen because he's the good shepherd. He said they made it a den of thieves, people doing things for money, a den of thieves. But he cared about the flock. So we're dealing with the good shepherd. There's a difference when people actually care about something. You can see a huge difference. So he said, I am the good shepherd. Uh-huh. And know my sheep. And am known of mine. Mm-hmm. As the Father knoweth me. Mm-hmm. Even so know I the Father. Now, we know the scripture tells us his sheep hear his voice. The sheep of the Lord hear his voice. When we are followers of the shepherd, we trust him. Wherever he goes, we're walking in that same path. We've seen the sheep, how they stick together and follow the shepherd. And even more so, when one becomes lost, the good shepherd goes to find that lost. We've seen Jesus do that. He came back for the lost sheep of Israel. He came back to save those which were lost. He didn't say, well, I have a hundred more anyways. Doesn't matter that one is gone. That's a good shepherd right there. This is the love that God has shown us. So now he's looking for us to show this love to one another, to care about one another. So 
we ought to have love for one another because our shepherd has taught us how to have this love. He's shown us he is the way. There's nothing that he didn't do. He showed us even with his last miracle. He showed us he's the resurrection. He is the resurrector. He told us if we would believe in him, we would never die. We only sleep because he will call us and wake us up. We've seen him do that with Lazarus. After he had been dead for four days, Jesus finally went down there. And we find both Mary and Martha approach him with the same thing. Master, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But Jesus had told them all along, he'd be risen again. <laughs> and one of the sisters, I believe it was Martha. She said, Master, I know he'll be risen in the last day. I know he'll be risen in the judgment. But she did not know that the good shepherd was there. The resurrector was there. The one who could fulfill every role. He was there to raise their brother. So there is nothing in him that we cannot find. Nothing in him. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. So if we would trust him, if we would continue on in his word, we shall see the glory of the Lord. We shall see all of his goodness. We have to continue, though, because sometimes we get tired. Sometimes we faint. Sometimes others trick us. Stop us, hinder us. Paul said, ye did run well. Who did hinder you? There's people that are slowing us up. And we'll allow them to. If we're not careful, we will allow them to slow us. And after a while, we fall away. And we started so hot, so good. But then we cooled off really quickly. Not even know it. So, we have to continue to follow the good shepherd, the resurrector, the first and the last, the alpha and the omega. Because he's providing everything we need, no matter what hour of the day. No matter if everyone else is asleep. He's still there and he still hears us. He still sees us. We know his arm is not too short that he cannot pick us up. He did it for Peter. Peter had fallen into the water. He started to sink. But the Lord still reached. His arm wasn't too short. He could reach Peter. And I know he had to be a ways away. Because if he wasn't, then why do they think he was a ghost? Jesus had to tell him it was him. His arms wasn't too short, though. He could reach him. So tonight, it is my hope that we can see the good shepherd, 
the one that cares for us. A care that no one else in his life has ever had for us. Not our mother, our father, sister, or brother. This care goes beyond that. Because he's looking out for our soul. And he's willing to always tell us the truth. So, I thank God for you guys. Uh, it's always a pleasure. It's always an honor just to uh, spend time talking about the goodness, the mercy of God. And so at this time, I'll turn it back over to Melvin. But if you don't remember anything, else, remember that Jesus is our good shepherd. He's fulfilling every role, every role that you need, no matter what it is you need in life at this time. You need the son. He's providing that. He's providing that. If you need shade, he's providing that. You need the cloud. <laughs> he's providing that. Whatever it is, the rain, he's providing that. If you need a friend, what better friend than Jesus? If you need someone to talk to, you can call on him. You can call on him. He'll answer. In a way like you never expected. So I dare you to try him. And see, won't he do it? So at this time, I'll turn it back over to Melvin. <laughs> that is true. Um, he has everything that we need. So we shouldn't have any desires for anything else. But uh, whenever something goes wrong, we tend to seek everything else before seeking Jesus. And in scripture, Matthew 6 and 33, it says, seek ye first, seek this first <laughs> and only the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. So we definitely need to do that. And he is definitely the good shepherd. Everything we need is in him. So as David put it, so the Jesus is, Jesus said that, and I remember Tony mentioned earlier, we, the only time we care about doing things is if we can get some sort of compensation from that. Like most of us on our jobs, we do our work only because there is a paycheck following that. And some sometimes, or most of the time, when it comes to doing things for God, we are the same way. We do this to fulfill some type of duty instead of out of the kindness of our hearts. Because the scripture says to lend, not expect anything back. To do for others, because um, that's how God loved us. And we've turned the word love into a noun or an adjective. And it's actually an action. Love and action, and not only indeed, I'm not only in in truth, but in action, we should love, not just praying for somebody. Even though that does help, don't stop praying. We should always pray and not faint, but actually do something for them, because that's what Jesus does for us. He doesn't need a single thing from any of us, yet he still cares for us. Um, it's a place in Isaiah 
where people kept doing things, transgressing, going against his word. And at the end of every verse, it said his arm is still is stretched out still. Giving us chance after chance. Because he loves us. And he even gives us the opportunity for us to do wrong, for us to hurt him. Because it's up to us. And we need to take heed of that. But that's all I have to say. Um, thank you guys again for tuning in. And I always try to mention um, getting baptized in Jesus' name and getting the precious gift of the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues. It's important. I know a lot of people will say that it's just a, a show of your newfound life in Christ just to say, hey, I'm a follower of Christ now. But it's so much more than that. It's so much more than that. And it's it's the foundation. I'm sure as we know that the foundation is the most important part of the house. So that's that's just the beginning. But yet so many people don't see the beginning. In one place it says the the devil is the God of this world. And has deceived the whole world. That's why we can't be of this world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. But again, thank you. I see we don't have any comments. I don't know if that's a glitch or not. But if you guys commented, uh, we can't see it. We'll go back and look at them later. So if you have, then we definitely appreciate you guys for commenting. We love the interaction. And definitely keep asking questions and keep interacting with us. I think he's checking now. So again, thank you so much. And as Tony mentioned earlier, it is such a sad thing because um, I heard about the wreck just this morning in Oxford, Mississippi. It claimed the lives of two people, I want to say. And it's so much hatred and ill doing, evil doing in the world today. Um, I read another news article. It was talking about the um, Oxford police, I want to say, found over 150 children that were missing in Tennessee. Because somebody wanted to do harm to these children. And it is so unsettling that there are people out there like that in the world. That's why we cannot be of this world. We have to follow the good shepherd. So again, thank you guys for tuning in. And as I always like to mention, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's a great topic each and every night. We hope to see you guys there. Uh, if you want to join in, you can message Tony or me or the Facebook page for the meeting invite. We will definitely love to have you there. And rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Counted all joy, counted all joy. And again, counted all joy. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. I know it's hard to see it, but it is. So we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. So thank you guys again and be blessed. Have a safe and blessed weekend. Thanks. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you.
Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Thank you.